Black Future Month, bro. Not no black. We don't talk about that black history shit, bro. We talk about Black Future, bro. Kanye is another person that needs his account deleted. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, my head hurt. Black what, Future what Month. What does that mean? I guess we just we just looking on to the future, bro. Like, forget that past shit, bro. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying. They're basically saying, like, yo, we as black people, we still stuck. We, I, what the fuck am I saying? We are too stuck in the past. Like, we always want to talk about the black history. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what the white man did to us, blah, 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 this and that. Oh, we're oppressed. No, fuck that, nigga. We in the future, nigga. We trying to be billionaires, nigga. Get some money, nigga. Which, why y'all crying about slavery, nigga? Slavery was a choice. And that I, is exactly how we will end up in slavery once again. <laughs> I hear, I hear, like I hear that, like it makes sense as far as like why you worried about the past and all. But it's just like, Loki, you need to know what happened to get to to the next step. You have to know what happened. You feel bro, me? And... Like you can't watch, you can't just start a start a season on on season uh, a season one episode three. Like what happened these first two episodes? You feel me? Yo, that's like might have been a perfect analogy, bro. No, that really was. That was actually a bar right there. See, you can't I start on episode that. three. Yeah, you got to go back to the first episode. Yeah, you got to see what happened. And my <laughs> thing is, like, what's it called? I well, me personally, I think niggas is never mind. I ain't gonna say that. But um, my thing is right. It's like we can't get to the future, like you said. We can't get to the future if we know our past. Everything that's going on in the world right now is rooted from shit that happened in the past. So we have to know the past to know that. Okay, why are we not getting a fair share in the world? Because of shit that happened in the past. Like, what don't niggas understand? Like, they, they people think that we that they being so progressive by being, oh man, well, let's forget about the past. Well, they don't never tell they don't tell Jewish people about that about the Holocaust. And I'm not gonna get into that. I see what happened to Whoopi Goldberg. I ain't gonna get into that. <laughs> but they don't ever tell Jewish people, yo, forget about the Holocaust, bro. That shit old. They don't tell people, yo, 9-11 was 20 years ago, bro. That shit old. So why would we have to tell black people that the injustices that we're going through is old? Like, hey, man, yeah, niggas killed George Floyd two years ago, but we on a new shit, bro. Like, that, what? That nigga opioids is strong, bro. Like, niggas. I don't get it. Uh, they just want, and like the saying goes, yo, like those that don't understand or know about their history is bound to repeat it. Like, and it's happened countless times, even down to just like, Saying I'm trying, say I'm trying to make like a a good video, or something like that, and I use a a concept that I feel is completely original, and then I look back, and that shit was already made thirty years ago. Now I just look like a, a weird, like yo, you ain't even make nothing original, bro. You making the same shit everybody else making nah, because honestly, you thought you was making something original. Well, really, they already made that seventeen times. Nah, facts, and regardless of the fact, like in life, history repeats itself. Like, nigga, fashion trends that was lit in the 90s is back lit now again or mm-hmm. in the 80s is lit back now like like bro like I looked up uh, uh, I was looking up the Averex coat and that shit was like for a band or something like that them shits was like lit in the 80s and 90s you feel me like yeah. I never seen nobody in my age group with an Averex on niggas probably don't even know what that is Averex Pelly Pellies bro you feel me like Helly Henson yeah. Niggas, I never seen a nigga with a Helly Henson. Actually, no, I, chill, chill, chill. Until Helly after Hansen, I bought it. Until nah, I, Helly, Helly Hansen is a well, staple that was in the DMV. In that was in I was about to say, yeah, Helly Hansen is a staple in the DMV, bro. He's yeah. rocking Helly Hansen every day. Like, it was. Bro, 
when I was at when I was in high school, I bought a Helly Henson jacket, and then after that, I seen one person. I only seen one person with a Helly Henson jacket after that. But other than that, like you feel me, like certain things, like the baggy clothes, that wasn't a look. Now, now niggas is making that back hot again. Like they mix and match, like with the baggy and the fitted. But you know, just certain, like a lot of everything repeats itself. I mean, even like, even like the uh, music, like you got beats, you got beats that's being. Oh, samples is the biggest shit ever right now. You know what I mean? Like any, any, anything, bro. Like everything. So yeah. Everything about life is gonna get repeated, regardless of how deep in the future you are. The yeah. only way we go go for uh, the only way that we could get the 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 past out of our mind is we had a time machine. And it's like, and we go we, that deep into the future. My bad. And it's yeah. like it's it's a, it's just a vital thing to have the past be a part of your future, because like like you said, you got to learn from it. Like shoot, even. Going, if we got to go all the way back, we even go back to just biblical days. Like, why do you think the Bible is still relevant today? All that stuff happened how many years ago? But all those stuff that's ha- that was happening then is just repeating itself in a more technological age. Like, a lot of stuff that happened, like, even as I'm reading the Bible more, like, a lot of the stuff that was happening then is still happening. Like, it, it, people are still going through it. You <laughs> feel me? So, it's... It, you need to know your past. Like, you can't be no black future month, man. The only thing is, I don't like that these black celebrities are trying to push this narrative because them pushing this narrative gives the other side to be like, hey, well, you know, uh, Gunner says, yeah, let's worry about the future. Kanye says, let's worry about the future. Even though in a sense, like, you know, our our celebrities, our black celebrities, our entrepreneurs, entertainers, they are in a way our spokesperson. But it's like some of these niggas is not qualified to be speaking in that regard. Like you gotta realize these people are are in businesses and these people have certain things with people from the other side. So it's like they're gonna do anything to be on like be in good terms with them because they know that's gonna get them more money. You feel me? So it's like yeah, like when they they in a sense they don't see color, they see green. You feel me? But it's like people like us in the real world, we have to see color because it affects us every single day. I mean, I already said before that having these celebrities as spokespersons is really what's like aiding and diminishing our mind, like just diminishing how we think and how intelligent people become because we're focusing on these niggas that were also in the same predicament as a lot of us and didn't learn much, but they just had a talent that was profitable. And now because they had a talent that was profitable, now they're able to just speak on such huge issues with their still ignorant mind. Like, a lot of these things are still ignorant. Like, they just got rich. Mm. Like, they didn't go through any studies. They just went from trapping to rich. <laughs> so it's like, why should that type of person be a spokesperson when they've only seen one type of lifestyle? Like, they didn't read up on anything else they just had good lyrics they just had they just knew people to get them into business like why are we now putting them on such a higher pedestal because of their bank account when you know they didn't go they didn't have any studies even outside of not even like school studies just outside of trapping like it's crazy because a nigga would listen to kanye before he listened to michael eric dickerson I mean, niggas don't even Dyson. know who Michael Eric Dickerson is. Not uh, Dyson, my fault. Not Dickerson, Dyson. I don't even know who Michael Eric Dyson is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just said Dickerson. 
Yeah, you stupid. <laughs> so that just shows right there. Like, yo, we gotta know our people. We gotta know the history behind this stuff, man. Like, we gotta actually put studies in. Like, you. That's why everyone always. That's why the old saying was that, yo, if you want to hide something from a nigga, put it in the book. Like that was purposely said. <laughs> and it's crazy because those books are telling shit about the past that it's it's kind of skewed, which is the funny part. Yeah, it also depends on what books you're reading, because yeah. like a lot of them books was produced by the CIA. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, yeah, man. like the whole thing is though, like, don't get me wrong, like I'm, I, I don't want to be held back. I want black people to move forward as a, as a people, as a culture, as a race, as everything. But we gotta know our history to move forward, because it's like then you're just gonna end up in the same predicaments. It's like you know, and people always think that moving forward is just financially. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's it's the it's world not. we live in. Everything is rooted in finance, but it's just like, come on, bro. Like, y'all, y'all rap niggas and all this shit only saying this black future shit so y'all could get more money. Y'all not thinking about the people. Y'all really not. Like, if you think about it, that shit is just for own game. So it's like, okay, we're going to make white people more comfortable and we're going to make more money. Like, that's mm-hmm. really all it is. Because moving forward is not, like you said, not about just finance it's about educating the community while you're moving forward it's about bringing people up yeah providing them resources that you know they may not be able to buy because you know they don't got the money and stuff like that but it's also oh my fault to cut you off but t-pain just said too like i think right before we started the episode i uh, looked at the video he said we should just stop celebrating black history month at all like yo let's celebrate like just black history in general which i understand where he was going with that Cause it's like, yo, it's the shortest month. Like, fuck that. We need to celebrate Black History all three three sixty five, not just for one month. So, you know, that's I mean, I, fact. Like, it's, fuck, awesome. it's fucked up too that like they doing this for like you saying they doing it to like to um pretty much get more money and shit like that. But it's just like the white person don't give a fuck about that. Like they the hot them higher up niggas that got all that bread don't give a fuck about them. They like like pretty much like yeah like they getting what they want. That's the only reason why they okay with it. Mm-hmm. They already got their billions. Like, at the like, end of the day, it's fucked up. Like, it's like they like puppets, and that's yeah. why it got to be past finances. Because if it's just finances, like, okay, we are rich. Now, what we about to do with this money? Thanks. How we about to move this money, nigga? They need to be doing shit like what Rick Ross doing. They need to. They need to like put. We need more people to put out like books and do like Socratic seminars and like TED Talk type vibes, like. You feel me? Buy like, back the block. The shit that Ross mm-hmm. doing, like he telling people like how to do like uh like real estate and shit like that in his books. Like he got mad books, like just teaching, just teaching shit. Like we need shit like that. Like oh, and also I want to say, even though I did mention Gunner, I do respect Gunner because he has done certain things. I will like I will always point that out by him creating that uh, storefront that in store his school. In the school yeah. yeah, and like giving back to kids that's less needy. So he is putting his uh, money where his mouth is. Mm-hmm. But certain niggas are saying this shit, y'all not even doing shit for y'all community. So he's it's just doing like, more. He, he, he's putting clothes. He said he's putting merch in there, like clothes, and he's putting um food and stuff in there, like yeah. anything. anything like it's, a pantry, it's a pantry. It's mm-hmm. a pantry that's in a, a closet as well. And he said he always filling that shit up too. That's, that's 100. Yeah, that's, that's respect. But yeah, don't we definitely think about black future, but you can't we can't leave the past in the past because the past is always gonna stick with us. For sure. But yeah, man. On Speaking. another topic, 
Oh, fuck them white niggas. Let me stop. Hey, uh, <laughs> I don't hey, think man. it's fuck them white niggas. Hey, yeah. Uh, it's fuck them white bitches. Hey, I'm yeah. fucking them white niggas, bro. White people are niggas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> niggas come in every color. <laughs> niggas come in every race. Oh, no. Wait, huh? <laughs> Yo, that video during the pandemic will always be classic, bro. Because he had such a great speech in the beginning. Niggas like, yeah, bro. Yo, we feel you, bro. Yo, this is my white homie. You invited to the cook. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> he just said, niggas come in every color. Niggas come in every color. <laughs> like, bro, they get that nigga in 15 minutes, and in the 14th minute, he said, yeah, I'm turning all this shit around. Hey, man, he was not wrong. He just wasn't the person to say that last part. <laughs> but he wasn't wrong. <laughs> He shouldn't have said that last part. He probably should have gave it to his black homie to say it. But like, hey yo, he wasn't wrong. Like, <laughs> hey bro, I think you should have let Jamal say that. Oh time, bro, you should have let Jamal say that one. He should have handed him the mic, handed the bullhorn or whatever. But yeah, man, white people be niggas too, bro. They ignorant ass niggas, bro. They definitely <laughs> the same, just like that, bro. And it's it's being told and told again, just like how it's being told with Brian Flores. You know what I mean? Like, and we already know, like, for the people that don't know, you know, Brian Flores is a former Miami coach, uh, head coach, right? Head coach of Miami Dolphins. Yeah, uh, Miami Dolphins. And um, as, you know, he left that job, he was like, you know, just trying to find another head coaching job, you know. And as he was going to these interviews, it just seemed like, they wasn't really paying him any mind. Like in one where he had interview with the Denver Broncos, you know, John Elway and another white dude, they came in there hung over, you know, already still kind of drunk, like not really caring about the interview. And even before he had a, another interview with what, who is it? The giants. Yeah. New York Giants. With the New York giants. He had received a text from Bill Belichick, who was a coach of the new England Patriots um, congratulating him, saying, "Hey, man, congrats on getting the new new giant job, bro! Like, hey, big things coming for you. You feel me?" And bro was like, kind of confused because like he wasn't going to the interview until three days later. So he was like, "Why am I receiving the congratulations when I didn't even interview for the job yet?" Well, he told he told Bill Belichick. He said, "Hey." Thanks for the like the uh like thanks for like you know the support ahead of time. Hopefully I do get the job. And then he doubled back and he said, Wait, hold on. He's like, Did you mean to text me, Brian Flores, or Brian the boy? And he said, Wait, this is Brian Flores? He said, Oh, I fucked up. I thought it was, you know, somebody else. Uh, he said, I, I greatly apologize. I'm sorry, and left it at that. But it raised the question of, wait, so the Giants already picked Brian the boy as their head coach, but didn't say it to the public already, but still in the next three days had an interview with Brian Flores. So that's one thing. And then the second thing, why does a New England Patriots coach know this information before anybody else? Why'd you say New England like that? What? New England? <laughs> oh, no. It's not like you said New England. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I'm like, wait, I, I, I said it right. But yeah, why does talk about Kurt Angle. England Patriots, why does he know this information before everybody else? And then like, it was funny though, 
Cause like somebody, uh, they was like, uh, uh, Bill Bell checking his phone now. He said, "White Brian, <laughs> Black Brian, <laughs> Black Brian." <laughs> he has to update his contacts, bro. <laughs> White Brian, Black Brian. <laughs> to give context to the people, so the reason why this is a, such a huge problem is because in the NFL they have a thing called the Rooney Rule. The Rooney Rule has been around, I think, uh, since 2013, if I'm not mistaken. And what the Rooney Rule is that organizations and teams have to interview at least two black or minority people for head coaching positions and, like, uh, head coaching positions, owner positions, and GM positions. And it's like if, if a team doesn't interview at least two minorities in their process every year, they will get either draft picks. Uh, they'll have they'll have to forfeit draft picks, and uh, you know move in certain rankings. But if they do uh, end up doing that, they can get a third round draft pick and I think a sixth round or something like that. I have to uh, look that back up. But they definitely they get incentivized for doing it. So what is happening is these interviews are becoming what Brian Flores says are shams because they're picking their uh, they're picking the people that they want already. But they're still going to take the interviews with these black coaches and hear them out. But they know already that they're not going to pick them. Even with Brian Flores, they uh, they interviewed him for the job for the Broncos, and he says that you know John Elway and his partners came in drunk, and they were uh, acting like they weren't interested in what he had to say, and things, and they ended up picking Vic Vangelo after that, who which they just fired because he didn't do a good job, but. In Brian Flores's case, he got he took uh he took the job in Miami. He did good, and his players loved him. But it was a disconnect between the office. And from what Brian Flores is alleging is that the owner incentivized him to tank, basically telling him, "Hey, if you lose a couple of games and we get better draft picks, I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars for every game that we lose." So one that you know that messes up the shield of the NFL because you know they always talk about integrity, but when you tank, there's no integrity for that, and that like that could really affect you. And that if he can actually prove this to be true, there might be some repercussions with the Miami Dolphins team as a whole. That's one. Two, for him to incentivize him to tank, that only puts a bad stigma on Brian Flores to make it seem like, oh, he's a loser as a coach. And what do they do to losers? Fire him. Brian Flores had a winning record this year and still got fired. So it just raises a whole bunch of questions within the systematic part of the NFL of looking at, okay, we don't, we don't, first of all, we're giving these, uh, these bad teams to these black coaches. So it's like they're, we're forced to take these because if we don't take it, we don't have any other jobs that they're going to offer us. So, okay, we take this bad team and we have bad talent. And, hey, say we win three games. It's like, well, nigga, you fucking suck. You won three games. Get them out of here. So all these black coaches only, except for Mike Tomlin, these black coaches maybe last only two years. Mike Tomlin is the only longest rank, uh, longest rank, well, him and then as Marvin Lewis are the only longest tenured black coaches. I, I believe Mike Tomlin is in his 18th year and Marvin Lewis did 17. But right now there's no more black coaches except for Mike Tomlin. He's the only one. So 
that raises questions to a lot of people. And now Brian Flores is uh, he is filing a lawsuit, a class action lawsuit, and he's uh, doing this. And hopefully, that other black coaches jump aboard and tell their stories. I believe. If I'm I not think mistaken, Huey, the yeah, Huey, Huey, I was gonna say her. Hugh Jackson just uh, yeah. jumped on. And Hugh he's Jackson. now the coach of the Grambling State uh, Tigers. Um, Hugh Jackson jumped on. I believe somebody else just recently jumped on as well. But they're telling their stories of how these um, owners have, like, you know, did certain things to them to make them not be successful. And it's fucked up. No, no time, bro. They're just doing it just to shut us up. That's really how the, the rule already looked, kind of, like, from the jump, like, the Rooney Rule, yeah, it's like, yeah, right, like we're, yeah. Gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, quote unquote, give y'all opportunities. So, like, basically, and it's like, you can't, like, it's gonna be hard because who, how could you prove that they intentionally was like, hey, yeah, we, we, what's it called? We interviewed you, but you just didn't fit our criteria. But I think that could play on Flores' side. Flores has previous coaching experience. A lot of the people that got hired over him. Never coached a day in their life. Mm. He's been coaching in the NFL for 18 plus years. Brian DeBoy, who just got the job over him in New York, has never coached a day in his life. And then you pick him over. Uh, yeah. He has, be- he has some evidence. Yeah, I mean, we're going to see. Cause especially now we're that more coaches. Yeah, especially now that more coaches are like joining in with their own, you know. But the only thing is, I don't, I like, I don't. First of all, his lawyers that was on ESPN with him, they some, they're not doing this for the right reasons. I can already tell. The one lawyer called them the uh, the Rosa Parks of the NFL. I said, you fucking, f- I will uh, smack him. He said, yeah, Brian's gonna be the uh, Rosa Parks of the NFL. I said, I know you're trying to get this so you can get more cases and be a high level lawyer. I see what you're doing. He's not doing this for the right reason, but. I don't like the fact that it's already narratives coming out. It's like, oh, they just some bitter niggas. They just bitter that they don't have jobs no more. So it's like, all right, fuck it. We're going to try to sham the uh, NFL out of some money. That's the, that's what, not what black people have been saying, but, you know, I've been seeing the other people say that on Twitter and social media. Like, oh, these niggas just bitter. They don't got a job. That's all it is. Yeah, that's what it's about to become. And I was even thinking, like, shoot, it's more than likely just going to end out with them settling, yeah, or with them just waiting until all the coaches' resources like really run out because like it's obvious the NFL got way more money. To and Brian blow Flores on this has case. what's it called? He has said that he believes that him going through with this, it might be the last time he ever coaches in the NFL. It's just the same. It's like the same thing as what happened with Cap. Cap knew going into his uh his uh, uh him suing in the litigation of the NFL is like, yeah, I might never throw a football again, but I'm doing this for my people. But eventually, you know, he settled out and, you know, people have their own things they believe after the fact, but, you know, it's just like him, Hugh Jackson has said it as well, too. He's like, I'm not coming back to the league. Like, I already know they don't want me back because he, he said it on the pivot with Channing, uh, Channing Crowder, uh, Ryan Clark, and Fred Taylor. He said, if the NFL wanted me back as a coach, I'd already been there. So he already knew that it was it's no more time for him in there. So it's crazy, bro. But this is the reality that black coaches have to deal with. Just black people in general. And I was even just, I don't know, bro. I just, more and more, I just 
I can't stand the NFL, bro. Just from the coaches to the players to who's owning all these damn teams and how it's just majority white, how it's just only white for real. And 75% of the league is black, which is the crazy thing now. Exactly. The players. 75%. Three quarters of this whole entire league that y'all making billions off of are black. And yet, Every single one of them niggas is getting short-balled. Yeah. Every single one of them. I don't care what their contract is. Every single one of them is getting low-balled. Because they just it's a power structure, man. They're trying to keep it in the white hands. That's that's really all it is at the end and of the day. And also, like you said, with, with the NFL, like Roger Goodell basically works for the owners. So he can't tell them what to do. Like you just he's just there. Like, hey man, yeah. come on. <laughs> hey, man, he's come like, on. yo, I want you to hire him, but if you don't, that I ain't got shit to do with that. I still get paid that night. They just don't care, bro. At the end of the day. They just don't care. And oh, we're gonna we're gonna see how this how this case plays out, man. We're gonna see. But I, they they just don't care, bro. I don't I don't and even though you try to be hopeful, it's just like you also that realistic aspect comes into play of all right, where is the history of niggas actually winning a, a lawsuit against the NFL? Cause I know there's been countless lawsuits against them. Yeah. So when was the last time they actually like that person? Wait, when is the won? last time somebody won against a big corporation? They, in except general. for Tracy Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> except for Tracy Morgan. I like honestly, like Unless somebody died, like when was the last time somebody won? Yeah. And even when they died, it was just what compensated for the most part. So it was like I don't I don't really see too much. Unfortunately, I don't see too much change in here. I mean, thankfully this story does come out though, just because like it adds on more to why the NFL is such a scummy ass place. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the higher ups, but Past that, I I don't know how much else. They they just gonna tell Jay Z to throw another concert, bro. That's hey yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make these hashtag justice for black shirt, bro. Come on, hey, get that kung fu uh, Kenny nigga up on stage. <laughs> yeah, what's that? What's that? Um, yeah, the other one there. No, doggy dog. Yeah, get the get that Doja Bunny or something. Doja Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, the Doja Lion? The, the yeah, kitty cat get bitch. That, yeah, get her. Get that kitty bitch, bro. <laughs> the kitty bitch. Get her. <laughs> actually, she might actually like them owners. Never mind. <laughs> hey, yo. Yo, stop. <laughs> she in the group with him right <laughs> Yo, why was Nori so angry when he tweeted that, bro? She in social chat room showing feet. Like, damn. <laughs> What's wrong with showing feet, bro? <laughs> showing feet to the white owners, bro. That's crazy. Hey. Gotta get she your money. Some, she was doing some shit like uh, the girl from the Players Club had all the white niggas in there. Yeah, like on the Omegle chat. <laughs> on the Omegle chat. <laughs> yeah. <Same> nigger. <laughs> That's crazy. Biggins. Yeah, so they're just gonna tell him to get one of them black artists. You feel me? <laughs> tell him to perform. What's, what's that? What's that? Uh, Cardi S. 
Yeah, get her. Yeah, bro. And just all the time at the end, bro, just put a black fist in the air and it will be good. Oh, not the Beyonce. Just put the black fist in the air. It'll be good. Oh, shit. I remember, I remember when Beyonce did the Super Bowl and they thought she was dressed like a Black Panther. They killed her ass. They was on her ass for that shit. Hey, man. You, yo, you know, niggas said that they, they believe Dr. Dre gonna do fuck the police at the Super Bowl. I said, you out your goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> you think Dr. Dre gonna play fuck the police at the Super Bowl? He's gonna go to SoFly Stadium and play fuck the police. They will shut the lights off on that black motherfucker. <laughs> they might tackle that nigga. They might give him another aneurysm. Tackle him out as Air Force One. Nigga. What you mean? All the time. They gonna, nigga, they gonna tackle him and start breaking hella beats headphones, nigga. That is sick. Listen, you got you got you got the NFL fucked up. If you think they're gonna let him put fuck the police on a playlist, <laughs> bro, I I I I miss my beach, bro. Hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no cap, no cap. It, I go, I go to certain extremes. I go to certain extremes to get them original beat studio beats by Dre. No nah, them bitches were good. Yo, you know what's crazy? You wanna know how I found out my beats was fake? Hell. <laughs> them bitches snapped in half. Yo, I oh my gosh! Cool. You had hey, the solo. Yo. You had the solo beats. That's what it is called, right? Yeah, I had that thing solo. Well, no, the solo. Well, I, had the, I had the earbuds. I had the earbuds. No, I had the um the solo air duds. Was the smaller ones, right? The ones that wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the air. The solos yeah. look like they look like studios, but they were smaller, right? Yeah, they're the bootios. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> This nigga nasty. The, the no, I, had, I, had, I, had two, I had two I think for one Christmas, I had got the I had the blue uh the blue solos. Yeah, I had the solos. I had the blue Jones, and then I had the Airbuds. The Airbuds is real. Fake. I remember this. I was at football practice one day, and they were in my book bag. And I guess somebody threw their book bag on top of mine or something like that. And I, them bitches were snapped in half. And I'm like, what the fuck? Damn. I'm like, yo. He shouldn't be snapping like this. And I remember I went home. I was like, yeah, Ma. I was like, my beat snapped in half. And she was like, oh. And I was like, what you mean, oh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I was like, uh, like, I don't think there's no break I was like, y'all gonna warranty or nothing on it? She was like, uh, no, no. And I was like, oh, okay. So I just out of beats. And then I think it was, it might have been a year or so later, my dad ended up telling me, oh, yeah, them shits was fake. I say what, <laughs> yo, this nigga. I love my father to death. I love this shit, but on Christmas he will get you some fake shit. That is the North legend. He will go to North and get this shit. <laughs> he, he got will that. Go right he, he, got, North and he got it from shit. the Aki. This nigga the went downtown North and got beats for all three of us, and them bitches was fake. <laughs> Yo, hey, yo, yo, I should have known when they was flimsy as shit. I'm like, yo, hold on, bro. This ain't right, bro. At least you can't get them from Canal Street. Bro, I remember one Hey, day, yo. Yo, my dad, he, I don't know if he just, you know, he's a frugal man, you know? But, like, I remember one year this nigga bought us fake true religion uh, pants, but we didn't know they was fake. Like, luckily, I didn't wear them a lot. I probably wore them, like, twice and shit. But then he admitted that too eventually. He said, yeah, man, the shoes wasn't real. <laughs> like, yo, man, come on, bro. Hey, man, you got to provide for the kids. Even if you got to, you know, take that, that trip to risky real quick. Hey, Pop said, God, fake it till you make it. Different. You feel oh, me? Oh, time, bro. Hey, yo. Had me, had me looking like little dude from across the street, man. I was like, God damn, Pop. 
Okay, I was like, I was like, yo, ain't no shit shit to snap like that, bro. This is crazy. Like, nah, them bitches. Like, even then, like, once I like, I like, once he said it to me, I just thought back to all the times they was flimsy as fuck. I'm like, I should have knew right there. It didn't even come with a manual. I should have knew something was up. <laughs> this came with the box. It didn't come with no. It didn't come with no styrofoam. It didn't even come with no protection on it, bro. It's just oh, like, nah, it's just headphones in there, bro. <laughs> it was just solo and rubber. I was like, oh wow, okay. That nigga said it didn't even come with a manual. Should even come with the styrofoam around it. That's oh, crazy, wow, bro. Like I just slid them bitches out the box. And, hey, headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, Pop probably gonna hear this. I love that was that was wild for that, bro. That was wild for that. <laughs> he was an ill nigga, B. Yo, he was an illish shit. That's funny as so. hell. But I think that, speaking of ill niggas, man, we gotta get to like what the final segment. Oh, that yeah, man, it's a comeback, man, of the. Same nigga of the week. Get your mind right, data, you will see. Yes, 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 man. Simp nigga of the week is the first simp nigga we've done in a long time. But it's the most egregious simp nigga that we've done in a long time. Because Mr. L.O., Mr. L.O. 7, Mr. I want a ring in six men, Mr. Kardashian husband, Mr. I smoke crack, but I smoke it, man. You smoke crack, but you smoke it? Yeah. I, I was trying to do the uh, fucking, what's it called? The, uh, from the, the East Side High shit from Morgan Freeman. But I forgot it in the middle of it. But that's neither here nor there. Anyway, um, yeah, man. Mr. Mister Lamar Odom. You break my heart that I have to give you the simp nigga of the week. Because you did something that was totally out of line. On the first day of Black History Month, you are begging for OJ's daughter back, bro. <laughs> Why? Why are you doing this? If, if the people the don't know, Lamar is a, is, is a guest on the show Celebrity Big Brother. It's a show where like they got cameras everywhere, and like I don't know what the fuck do they do like events or something. I don't know what the fuck Big Brother is even about. Big Brother is just showing people what it's like um, in the next five years. What do you mean by that? Big Brother is just showing you like it's the entertainment version of what's going on now. Of how they see everything you're doing and you have no privacy. So like like a a CTTV? Yeah. Real talk. Mm. Like everywhere you are. Even if you don't know it. Hmm. Like they they're looking at you. So it's, just, it's just the entertainment version of that. But continue what you're saying, bro. I don't want to like, get too deep on that, man. Yeah. So he's on the uh, celebrity version of Big Brother, and um, I forgot who asked him the question, but he was moving into the room, and the dude said, "What did you dream about last night?" He's like, "Yeah, man, I was dreaming about my my ex, man. You know, I, I miss her, man." And he was like, "What ex?" He was like, "Don't the one and only, man, Chloe, man." Hey, you know I want her back, man. You know that's my that's my baby. I love her and I miss her. And it, I was just like, wait, 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 wait. I think this is the only reason why this nigga came on the show. He wanted to say it in public. <laughs> he wanted to be like, hey, hey, I said it, man. 
I see, I see what you, I see what that fuck nigga doing to you, man. Like, yo, come back with a real nigga. And it's just like, it's too, you got two, you got two niggas that's fighting over you. <sighs> one is a cheater and one is a crackhead. You don't have, you don't win in this. <laughs> you don't do you- win. How does he not miss Taraji, bro? Yo. <laughs> he says you keep talking about Chloe, bro. How do you, oh, like, bro, why do you not miss Taraji, bro? Like, nah, bro, what happened, bro? Why don't you miss Taraji? Why do you miss Chloe and not Taraji? Right. And it's like, I feel like we, well, we talked about the whole Taraji thing already and stuff. But it's like, Lamar, bro, to go on live television and to be like, I miss her. Knowing the situation, oh my! He told a nigga named Todrick that, bro. Yo, Todrick too. <laughs> Not even Roderick, Todrick. Yeah. <laughs> he told a nigga named Todrick, "I miss her so much. I wish I could take that time back." He don't remember the hospital, bro. Hey, yo, there's like, like, it just, it, it, it just. It just baffles me, bro. Like, I, I don't even <laughs> got the words for it. Like, bro, you don't remember you smoked crack to get away from her? Like, you literally tried to kill yourself to get away from her and she stayed. And now you want her back. What is. I don't even want to know what it is. Like, it's just like. Bro. I know sickening. something you don't know. It's sickening. <laughs> it's sickening. Bro, I'm outside looking in, sticking in. And bro, if you don't want us to talk about this, bro, don't, don't, don't disclose the, those type of feelings, bro. Because it's sickening, from my standpoint, bro. Yeah. The same one that said that everyone called her a nigger lover. Yeah. Like she said that on live TV. She agreed when somebody said that Co- the, the the Kardashian clan was really the KKK because they only want black people. She agreed with that. She said, "LOL, facts." I, I hope she's being sarcastic. It's still why to even comment that, but like, this do uh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. It's just like go ahead, bro. You know, what? go ahead, bro. Hey, man. Go, go ahead, bro. Like I was saying, scamming nigga scam, bro. Just go ahead, bro. Do you, bro. <laughs> I don't even care, bro. Go ahead, bro. Because clearly, whatever she has must be stronger than crack. Oh, For the man. fact that you have not relapsed on crack yet, you want Chloe back. Hey, yo, this nigga is crazy. Am that's, I bugging? That's a great and like that's yeah, a I bugging, like, way thinking. of looking at it. He hasn't but... even went back to crack, but he wants Chloe back. She got damn, that good damn. good. She Michael Jackson bad. And I got it, nigga. <laughs> Gross me bad. He don't got her. It's easier to get cracked than to get her. Bro. Hey, yo, chill out. That's wild, bro. Run, chill, bro. bro, not when it's $100 a gram, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not the boulders. <laughs> Yo, I know what he gotta do to get her back. All he gotta do is just don't tell him what he gotta do to get her back, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to help this man. (laughs) Instead of helping platform, (laughs) you helping this nigga. 
Nah, bro. Do what you gotta do, bro. I said do what you gotta do, bro. I ain't helping you. I ain't give you no advice, nigga. Nah, bro. Bro, I want to give him some advice, bro. What's the <laughs> advice, bro? Bro, right, you just got poker in the eye, bro. Hey, bro. bro, shut up, bro. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> hey, yo. Yo. Nah, nah. is wild for that, bro. All jokes aside, though, nah, I think he should definitely try to move on. I feel like he could find better. Didn't he actually, didn't he have a, another girl? He did. I thought they was getting married. I thought they was married. She did, did some, got she did some wacky shit. She, oh, uh, she she did him dirty. No, it was I forgot what happened. I think he said that he knew that like he felt like he knew that she was like wasn't in it for him. And like I think she like she took his IG passwords and shit. I forgot. It's like a whole thing. They make they both was making posts about it and shit like that. Oh, she uh, was after the fame and the money, you think? Yeah, like she wasn't mm-hmm. really for him type shit. Or whatever. Like it was all a facade or whatever. But um, I'm sure he could. I'm sure he could find a better woman out there. I just pray for that man's recovery. Fuck all that other shit, man. I thought he like he relapsed or something. No, he, I thought he, reco- he recovered. Like, recovery is an ongoing thing. That's yeah, just not like yeah. a, oh, I just recovered. Like it's an ongoing thing. I just hope that he he chooses to stay healthy and you know what I mean. I hope that his recovery is just the best. You know what I mean? And I hope he finds somebody that really cares about him recovering. It really cares about him as a person. Not saying Chloe doesn't, but she got too much other shit going on for you. She not she not gonna be sitting there to baby you no more like she was before. You know what I mean? Or like that. Like she got a That's whole kid up. now. She dealing with shit with another nigga. Like I and Chloe's not the same person that you left her as, I'm pretty sure. So it's no, like it's, it's it's fucked up that you can't help a nigga when he down, but you gonna let a nigga just make you look terrible and still take take him back. That's what I don't understand about females, bro. Like, it's like, bro, you you feel like when you had when I was with you it was oh damn, I did it again. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I was waiting for it. I was like maybe he's gonna re- realize. All it. right, this is what I don't understand about women. Like, it's like, damn, when you had me, you felt like I, I did you the worst. But then you get with a nigga after me that's way worse than what I ever could have been to you. Like, all right, I, I don't I get it. Like, granted, like you don't want to be with nobody that's gonna make you feel worse than you are. Then you should feel. But why would you get with a nigga that is clearly not shit? Somebody probably uh, who filled that void at the moment. Yeah, whatever the other void was, even they made, even though they made every other aspect of your life terrible, that one aspect, nah, they did. That's that. what I'm saying. Like that, like her and Lamar seemed like like good. Like you know, watching it on the show and everything. Then she just started wilding. French Montana, James Harden. Nah, French Montana, I fuck with French because he had her in the middle of Bronx. When he, when they started getting together, was he already on crack or like? I don't think so. He wasn't on crack. Well, he probably had to if if he had uh if he had what you call it back in the nineties, then yeah, he probably had to already have been on it. Because I'm, I'm sure. like, if he was already on crack, and I'm not. Like, this is just a hypothetical because I don't know if he was when they started dating or not. But if he was already on crack, that should show you right there that this was not, this shouldn't be the thing you're trying to go back to. If you was on crack, having those feelings. I don't know if you're trying, if you following what I'm saying, but it's just like when we, in a mental state of like, like crackheadness. 
you just find such an attachment to a person while on crack. Do you think it's going? I don't think you should expect it to be the same now that you ain't on crack. That you sober. Mm. Yeah, like now that you're clear minded. And I don't expect her to react to you the same now that you ain't on crack. But I feel like he probably he probably knows he messed up, just like he knows he messed up with Taraji. So I'm pretty sure he he realizes he was the problem, and I'm pretty sure now he he knows like I I did have a good woman like, and he sees seeing like clearly, you know, Chloe going through what she going through now. Mm. Yo, niggas see what you're going through and try to make it worse. No, I saw a post that was like, <laughs> niggas, niggas will destroy you and then watch your story to see how you cope it. Niggas <laughs> 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 ain't shit, man. <laughs> He's like, nah, she's strong, yo. She getting through it. She's strong. Hey, man. I always say, man. Never mind. I ain't going to say it right here, bro. I'm, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that. Hey man, you see, this is actually growth right here. You know the conversations that we having, and the fact that like a lot of jokes that we could have let fly, we don't anymore. You feel me? We're progressing. You know what I mean? Nah, fuck that. I pray to God that you're right. do some bullshit. Okay. If you're okay. not with me, Stop. <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> bitch, you gonna be happy with not me? <laughs> no, that was that wasn't that wasn't the direction we wanted to go right there. That was hey man, fuck all that shit. We could just nah, nah, we could. I, I want you nah. to feel. I want you to go through it until God shows you. Why you should have been with me? It's and not- then you text my phone. And I'm glad. Ha ha. Ha ha. Joke's on you. Where you want to go to eat? <laughs> Where you want to go to eat? <laughs> you know I'm always here for you, baby. <laughs> hey, yeah. Where you want to go to eat? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I ain't never going to turn down no date now, baby girl. I'm never going to turn nothing down. We will get some drinks in, and that's that's probably what it is with Lamar, man. It's just it's just that one thing like he just can't get over. And and then, like I said before, bro, go ahead. I'll be in love with all my bitches, bro. Y'all, let's end this episode, man. Yo, for real, bro. Uh, That has been another episode of the Why We Here podcast. You figure out why you're here. If not, come back next week. And come back on more education for the niggas and for the black woman. Thank you and God bless. Shut up. Right, right, right. <laughs>